tonight on the Midnight Train Podcast. We dive deep into the spooky, the scary, the terrifying Sexburger House. What happened in the Sexburger House? Did a couple of meat patties rub together and make sliders nine months later? Would the chef be considered the pimp? To be honest, I am not sure this is going to be a great show. Then again, seeing two quarter pounders go at it would probably be entertaining. So sit back, grab your drink, and turn the volume to 11. All aboard. Hello, passengers. Welcome to another titillating, just absolutely exciting episode of the Midnight Train Podcast. We bring the dark to light. And most of you know what the hell that means, right? We make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I am your host, the conductor of The Cryptic, Jonathan Sayer. And with me is my co-host, the one and only Jeff Butchko. Jeffrey, how are you, buddy? Oh, applause? Yeah, you get to applause. Nice. Yeah, look at you. I'd like to thank uh, Kool-Aid for when I was a kid for making me stronger. Oh, well, nice. Yeah, a little yeah. shout out to Kool-Aid. So. shout out to Kool-Aid? Yeah. Uh, did it make you stronger? Yes. Yeah, really? it was, it gave me the energy to do crazy things. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I could see that happening. Just like the Kool-Aid man where he, you know, breaks through the wall and... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, of course, producing this illustrious show, sitting across from me is the one and only Riley Sayer. How's it going, buddy? It's awfully quiet today, huh? Yeah, that's weird. Huh. Not feeling good? Work suck? He's not even very... He's not moving. Hmm. That's weird. Riley. Ah, well. The camera's on you, Riley, yeah. if you want to, like, wave or wink. We'll, no? com- we'll come back to you, buddy. Okay. All right. So, as most of you guys know, we're just a bunch of goofballs that love history and can't get enough of the mysterious. And we want you all to know how much it means to us that you are listening to this podcast because you could be listening to a ton of different podcasts anywhere else. And we know that. We know, we know, we know that. But you guys know that, you know, we the best. We the it's best. Like you, it's like you know what you're getting with us. Right. You know, like you go to order a pizza, right? You have your favorite place. Right. You know what you're going to get. So you right. keep going to your favorite place. Right. Because you know what you want. Right. That's why people keep coming here. They know what they want. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's at least I, that's how I feel. Well, how do you feel, Riley? Okay. All right. So, yeah, I, I definitely feel that way. And uh, now, listen, before we uh, keep going here, um, we do have to give a shout out to the Skeleton Sisters who have launched their own podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the shout out, by the way. Yeah, that was really that. cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's coming along. It reminds it reminds me of the beginning stages when we started, you know, we yeah. were trying to figure out settings and all that stuff. So oh, it's, it's kind of fun to like, you know, hear somebody else go through it now. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's called the the, the Sister Skeleton, yeah. right? And you can find it. Um, well, it was on. I found it on Spotify. Spotify. So I'm yeah. assuming it's probably anywhere else. But if not, find it on Spotify and tell them that we sent you over there and, uh, you know, support people that support us. That's, that's how we do. So, all right. Remember, your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile. We thank you very much. So let's turn down the lights, adjust our seats, grab a drink, and let's get spooky. But first, here's a toast to all of you. Hurry up and bring your jukebox money. 
<laughs> so this episode is about the sex burger house, and I felt like Love Shack was an appropriate drink uh, no, theme, No, right? no, it's uh, about the Hex Murder House. Oh, wait, what? The Hex Murder House, not the Sex Burger House. It's not meat patties going at it? No, I think, I, I don't know what you were reading, but no. Oh, wow. Okay, well, that changes a lot. Yeah, great. Oh, well, we'll just go with it. All right, yeah. So <laughs> so I wanted to do something dark because mainly last week we did the fucking Simpsons, you know what I mean, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I just feel that we owe it to our magnificent passengers to show them that we can get down and dirty with the best of them. So this train ride is definitely for the squeamish and for the faint of heart. No, it's not. It's Ooh, not for the squeamish. It's rated R. It's, 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 it's got its points, you know what I mean? So... Um, put on your big girl pants and let's just talk about, uh, yeah, something we don't normally talk about on here, but some fucking murder. Oh, yeah, it goes like that. So this train ride is taking us way the fuck back to 1928 to the great state of Pennsylvania, where a brutal murder puckered the butts of the locals and brought about a, quote, hex scare. So this murder we speak of um, turned the local authorities and the public against something that had always been perceived as normal. Yep, it's called powwowing. Some um, some people are it's just straight up folk magic is what it is, okay? And so what the fuck is powwowing? Um, the always powerful and never incorrect Wikipedia describes it as broche or brochure in Deutsch. 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 <laughs> I'm Dougie. <laughs> I always think of that when I hear about Deutsch. Deutsch. <laughs> I think of uh, Dr. Evil when he's like, I'm Dougie. <laughs> You know, when he's, I thought he's his brother. <laughs> D- yeah. D- Dougie? How about no freaky deaky Dutch bastard? <laughs> Anyways. I am, I am Dutch. Yeah. I'm sorry. We got to make it dark. Scary. Yeah. Let me bring it down a little. I'm scared of myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's a vernacular system of North American traditional medicine and folk magic or originating in the culture of the Pennsylvania Dutch. Blending aspects of folk religion with healing charms, powwowing includes a wide range of healing rituals used primarily for treating ailments in humans and livestock, as well as securing physical and spiritual protection and good luck in everyday affairs. Although the word powwow is Native American, these ritual traditions are of European origin and were brought to colonial Pennsylvania in the transatlantic transatlantic migrations of German-speaking people from from Central Europe fuck, in the 17th and 18th centuries. Um, so hence the word powwow, like, hey, I'm going to a powwow later, like a party, a get together, pow, a gathering, <laughs> pow, pow, <laughs> pow. Are you saying pow? <laughs> pow. Is there anything I can do about my face? Like, can, is there anything I can do I to just, fix it? I just want to just put my fist right through your face. Sorry. God, we're going off on all kinds of derails oh, yeah. here. That's what you get with us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So a practitioner is sometimes referred to as a powwower or a brochure. Uh, but terminology varies by region. These folk traditions continue to be uh, to the present day in both rural and urban settings and have spread across North America. That's right. Amish magic, motherfuckers. Amish <laughs> magic. Okay, not really. Uh, yeah, but kind of, kind of. You'll, you'll see. So before the aforementioned heinous murder, believing in and practicing folk magic was looked at as nothing more than some bullshit people held on to from the less sophisticated times. However, after the murder, it was perceived as a fucking threat. Those that um, practiced this dark magic were no longer seen as hillbillies or dummies. They were potential murderers. Oh. Yeah. Their holistic medicine was no longer some metaphysical attempt at curbing someone's ailments. It was now seen as a blockade for those that needed serious medical attention. 
these, quote, hex doctors didn't belong in the modern world, in modern times. Neither did their bullshit superstition that surrounded their practices. The educated, well-to-do city folk didn't believe in such antiquated nonsense and couldn't understand how others could. But yet, back in the woods, way back in the hollers, the magic was going strong. Strong as fuck. That sounds like some Jedi shit right there. You like that? You yeah. like that? I'm trying to set the mood, set the tone here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we mentioned before, powwowing, a.k.a. hex magic, went way, way the fuck back and was linked to mostly Pennsylvania Dutch or Pennsylvania German and their um, immigrants and or descendants. The German settlers held on to the elements of their culture and, just like the slaves brought from Haiti to New Orleans, they decided to blend their customs of old with those of the New World, mainly to not lose who they were. We've discussed that before. Yes. When we were doing um, the voodoo, right? Voodoo. Not the vodka, because it's good. So they wanted their own identity, like Riley when he walks in around the Cheesecake Factory with no fucks to give. What do you think about that, Riley? Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, they even created their own dialect. Now, there may have been a shit ton of different uh, religions, but one thing held them all together. Magic. Except the plain Dutch, better known as the Amish. They were Debbie Downers and just fucked up the party with their weird beards. However, those that did believe in folk magic also believed that it was part of their Christian beliefs. Fucking Amish. Make me a barn and go home, fellas. All right? In like two days. Yeah. With like they, four they, people. They do, man. They, it's they, crazy. They're fucking awesome. You know what, though? So, funny story. I had a barn built here. You know, a big pole barn for working on cars and whatnot. Mm. And I had the Amish quoted because I always heard like Amish is the way to go. They're they're cheap. They're fast. They do good work. Right. So I called them up. Dude, they were like 10 times higher than like an actual like legit construction company. More expensive? Yeah. Really? So I didn't go with the Amish. I was like, what the fuck? Like it made, <laughs> made no sense. Like you guys are supposed to be cheap. You like you ride horses. You don't have to pay for fuel. Right. <laughs> but whatever. Because it, but listen. If you do something well, you got to get paid for it, right? Yeah. Except if you're a podcaster. Riley, what do you think about that? Okay. Yeah. So at one end of the magic spectrum was powwowing, which was started by Native Americans when they wanted to kill the white settlers without getting their hands dirty. They would place spells on the white man, and that's how tuberculosis was formed. Oh. No, that's a fucking lie. I'm actually kidding. I was that, say that's pretty. Yeah, that last part's a fucking, no, it's a lie. Sorry. I don't know what I'm doing here. Scratch sorry. that. Yeah, sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding, guys. Don't be like, what the fuck? That's how TB came back? No, no, it's not. It actually had nothing to do with the Native Americans. These powwowers, which, whatever, would perform magic-related religious healing and believed their power stemmed from God. That's capital G, folks. Pay attention. God. The hand of God. These powwowers, which now just sounds like someone with a stutter saying powers, you know, the powwowers. Have <laughs> <laughs> you guys seen my powwowers? <laughs> Providing cures. My dad's in the powwowers. <laughs> He's a powwowers. I have all kinds of powwowers. Maybe later we'll have a powwowers and we all get togethers and we'll build Amish bonds. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they provided cures and relief of certain illnesses. They could also find lost objects, lost animals, and even lost people. Obviously being foretold by the future and hey, they even had good luck charms. Sounds like a bunch of gypsies to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of all kind relative. Of. Yeah. Uh, they were like quasi-Amish leprechauns, basically. <laughs> quasi-Amish yeah. leprechauns. Yeah. Nice. So how That's does a they, t-shirt, by the way. That, that should be, I'm a quasi yeah, yeah. or on the search for quasi-Amish leprechauns. We need to get that up That's, there. that's a good shirt. Yeah. So how did they do all of this? Well, with charms, amulets, incantations, prayers, and rituals, silly. 
The general belief was that anyone could powwow, <laughs> but there were certain families that just fucking crushed at it. Like, they were <laughs> at powwowing as the Jacksons were to child abuse. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh sorry. And there's sorry, the dark. Sorry, we're, I don't know where all the buttons are. Uh, anyway, uh, fuck. Riley. Never mind. On the opposite end of this weird-ass spectrum was Hexerai, otherwise known as witchcraft, which is odd because isn't there, you know, isn't that pretty much the same fucking thing? I, I don't know. Anyway, just follow along, folks. So Hexerai was motherfucking black magic, like real black magic. These fuckers called their powers from the devil. That's right, capital oh D, motherfuckers. Or other ungodly sources. The witches that practice this shit used to harass their neighbors. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen! <laughs> and commit criminal acts using their supernatural powers. The Fuck, Karen! <laughs> Calm down! The bank doesn't owe you an overdraft fee, Karen! Relax! <laughs> Fucking Karen. So these witches were often known as hex doctors. The name is kind of confusing considering some people refer to them as being powwowers who knew about the Hexerai and kicked ass at fighting witches and removing curses. These fuckers were kind of in the gray area between a witch and a powwower. So I know it's kind of confusing here, but I'll get to it. Um, these confused little son of a bitches could cast a hex, a.k.a. a spell, or some um, would actually, you know, loot or out of revenge yet turn around and remove a curse for someone else. You know what I mean? So they can sit there and do something like, you are a fucking fish. And then poof. And then you're a fish. You're a fish. And then they could be like, you're no longer a fish. Boom. I guess. I, I, oh, I, I'm, okay. I'm trying to figure it all out here. We're figuring out as we go, folks. That's what we do here. So the hex doctors and the powwowers often got into switchblade wielding Michael Jackson's eat it video type matches where the common asshole got caught up in the middle. Yeah. Except instead of switchblades, they pretended to have magical powers, like if the weird guy from Grandma's Boy fought the nine-year-old down the street that keeps pointing air guns at you whenever you drive by. <laughs> and this dumb little this dumb shit went on for a long ass fucking time. Okay. Sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> How do you see me? <laughs> we can see you! Yeah. Um, so these witches would do all kinds of crazy shit to their victims. With the Hexerai being involved with the farming community, a lot of their attacks were toward animals and crops. When a cow didn't produce milk, when a healthy animal died or someone's crops failed, the witches were to blame. However, when these witches decided to attack humans, it was a little more intense. You know, like camping. But I'm bumps. Where is that? Is that in here? In intense. Is it? Get it? Intense? <laughs> yes. Like camping? It took me a minute, but I, I got you. I got is, is it. it I, I get it. Is it this one? Nope. nope. <laughs> Damn it, Riley. Now, la ladies and gentlemen, we keep we keep panning to Riley here, so you're gonna want to get on YouTube and see the video because Riley's just like, yeah, he's out of it. He he doesn't look right. I mean, I'm, I I'm showing him right now, and he's just, I don't know, something's wrong. I yeah, think. you're a little blue, Riley. He is blue. Yeah, like uh, real blue in the face. And he's just not talking. He's just staring at the camera. Yeah, it's weird. All right. Well, All right. anyways, yeah. So. The witches were all were accused of causing illnesses, especially those ailments that lasted for a significant amount of time, and the person would just fade away. These some bitches could also spell um, cast spells that would launch invisible attacks. Oh, yeah, they could cause fits and seizures, or even make a person feel like they were being poked, stabbed, choked, or strangled. So basically, they could do anything. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically, kind of like Darth Vader, but without the asthma inhaler. You know what I mean? <laughs> They say the witches could even turn into animals in order to move about and just fuck with people they didn't like. Maybe that's why Jeff hates cats so much. Listen, <laughs> there's 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 animals. Okay. There's pets. Right. And there's 
fucking cats. And then there's cats. I agree. Cats are the biggest waste of life on this earth. Wow. They don't do anything. They contribute not a goddamn thing. Biggest waste of life? They don't. They don't. What what, what do cats contribute other than pooping in a box that you have to clean out all the time and getting fur everywhere? I don't think I have an answer for that. They don't really do anything. They're a waste of life. For all you cat lovers out there, you can send all hate mail to <laughs> Jeff Hates It All at GoFuckYourself.com. All the cat lovers out there, do me a favor. Put your cat in a box, take it to the animal shelter, and get yourself a dog. It's time to, <laughs> it's time to upgrade. Put it in a bo- I'm glad you said that because <laughs> yeah, I, I heard it went dark with yeah, it. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you said put it in a box. I'm like, oh, no. Get your chipper shredder out. Fire yeah. that puppy up and throw it through the rusty blades. <laughs> What's in a box? <laughs> <laughs> so spells spoken and written were used to hex their opponents and peers. They would also use objects that would be ritualized or blessed. They would often use them or use the item to trap or transfer a disease or proposed evil into it and then dispose of the object, keeping the disease away from others. Um, this right, was, so you don't want to fuck with these guys. I right. Mean, they, they could pretty much do anything. Right. They, they seem pretty badass. And uh, this was called sympathetic magic, by the way, and typically worked if the ailed person believed. Pretty sure I'd be dead, but, you know, then again, I'm not a doctor. And it's kind of like, uh, remember from uh, Constantine, where... He jumped on the guy with the mirror, or the, yes. the girl. It wasn't a little girl, right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the demon went in the mirror, and then he yeah. kicked it and broke Shattered the... Shattered the mirror. Right. Yeah. That's kind of... That's sympathetic magic, I guess. Oh. Yeah. Didn't know that, did you? No, I did not. Maybe maybe John Wick's a powwower. It could be. Constantine. Or is it, is it uh, Ted? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, a demon in the mirror, man. <laughs> I can't wait. You saw they're doing a new one, yeah. right? We talked about that. I'm, I'm super looks excited. looks so old, though. I feel yeah. Like, so here's the thing. You know Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. Okay. Great, great, like, series. I just watched the reboot, which is the newest one. I think it went straight to DVD. Like, it wasn't even in the theater for, like, a week. Okay. Anyways, I have a copy of it, and I watched it. And it's funny. It's, like, the old same jokes, but it's all the same people. And everybody is so goddamn old now. I, I I'm just, like... This is where I'm at in my life. Oh, yeah, we're like, old. Matt Damon looks so old. Man, Shan- Shannon Elizabeth, oh, who yeah. was super hot in the one. She's like, she looks like a grandma. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, like all of them are so old. I'm like, wow, this is where we're at in life. Like, like we're old. Really? Yeah. Chainsaw's the oldest, though, out of all of us, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Chainsaw's at least, what, 63? <laughs> but his girlfriend's younger, so he's doing all right. Yeah, I, guess, I mean, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, more yeah. power, Chainsaw. That Batman costume washed. (laughs) So throughout this period, the aforementioned witches would collect spells and incantations, kind of like Betty Crocker, but with a lot more evil. Then again, who knows? She did have a number of devil food cake recipes. (laughs) We (laughs) need that drum roll. Yeah, but I don't know where it is. Hold on. Let me try one of these. Hold on. Hold on, folks. Uh, It's not that one. Is it? There we go. Yeah, there it is. Blue. Blue. Remember, or is it green? I can't see from here. It's blue green. It's teal. 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 It's the teal button. There you go. It's the chartreuse. Yeah. The chartreuse is, chartreuse is like purple, isn't it? I have no idea. Yeah. We shouldn't know what that is. Yeah. yeah we shouldn't know what chartreuse is. Riley, do you know what chartreuse is? Do you want to contribute to the show? I know. What I the mean, fuck is... You could just sit there and look at the camera all day. That's fine. I think he's all upset right. about something. Look yeah. at his scowl on his face. I know. Jeez. He hasn't even blinked. He's like, you want a blink button? Yeah. You want a glass of water? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Right, we'll just keep going. <laughs> so these collections often turned into books, and none more popular than the Grimoire de Lang Verborgen and Frund, which Riley's not here or not helping us, so he can't tell me what the fuck that means. Right. Riley, what is Der Lang Verborgen Frund? 
Damn, dude. Seriously. Fine. All right. Anyway, it means the long lost friend. I can't pronounce it correctly because I'm not German. But And uh, it was written by power John George Holman in 1820. I know what you're thinking. Jonathan, what the fuck does this have to do with this train ride? Where I would say, calm down, poopy pants, and I'll tell you. We have to give you, what is it, the, the prequel or the... Gotta, the beginning. You gotta set so it up. you know where we're at when we get to the good part. Gotta right? set it up. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So this book became more than just a bunch of supernatural recipes and charms. It became a totem of witchcraft. So much that people were told that if they bought the book, they would be protected simply by carrying it with them. In fact, each copy had an inscription that read, Whoever carries this book with them is safe from all enemies, visible and invisible. And whoever has this book with him cannot die without the holy corpse of Jesus Christ, nor drown in any water, nor burn up in any fire. Not, no, wait, not can any unjust sentence be passed upon him, so help me. And obviously, the believers of this time fell for it hook, line, and stinker. I you mean, mean like stinker. the Bible? Oh, wait. Oh, oh. I shouldn't have said that. But um, So here's something cool. Um, I'm still here. All right. Let's, let's see what we got. He's digging in a bag. What could it be? What could it be? I can have it. Oh, here it is. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking at the bag right now. For All right. I should have had this prepped up more. What you got in there? Um, a little gift. I actually got a copy of the book. No way. Yep. You guys can see right here. Long oh, lost friend wow. from John George Holman. 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 You guys tell me what that says. If you're on Hoh, YouTube man. right now, there's a copy of it. Holman. And, uh, Legit, this thing has, it's got all kind of, if you, if, look at this, uh, you know, can you see the, the way it's written? Uh, back it up a little bit. Hey, oh yeah, it's like a, it, it looks, like a feather pen written. It, yeah, it looks like very, very old type. Wow. It's got all these like crazy things in here. Now I haven't read it or anything. Um, I literally got it and then I just wanted to kind of bring it on here. So Are you can, a powwower? I, no, I'm not. Do you go to the powwows? I do have powwows. <laughs> I have powwows. So yeah, I got a copy of the book. I thought that was kind of cool. That you know? is cool. Wow. And, um, and here, and we'll go through this, but yeah, um, the majority of the book was made up of remedies, charms to cure ailments such as fevers, burns, and so on. It also has recipes for beer. Oh, there's a, that's why you have it. That's right. <laughs> I was so like, where's the connection? Here? We are going to make a beer that is created by powwowers, and I think that's going to be awesome. And it's probably going to taste like Eye of Newt or some shit. But anyway, nice. most of the spells were uh, meant to uh, be more for protection against the physical world and other witches. Needless to say, the long-lost friend became synonymous with the teachings of powwow and was basically cherished as their Bible. Take it everywhere with you. Yeah, buddy. All right, so we're going to take a quick break for our first sponsor, and then we'll be right back, folks, talking about some powwow magic. Pow-pow! This episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Voodoo Vodka, 20 times distilled, made from pure cane sugar and handcrafted right here in Ohio. Vodka can be smooth, and voodoo proves it. Drink it straight, chilled, or in your favorite mixed drink. Ask for it wherever you buy your favorite liquors or head over to voodoo.com and subscribe to their mailing list. While you're there, pick up some voodoo merchandise and use the promo code Midnight Train Podcast, all one word, to get 10% off your entire order. That's voodoo, V O U D O U X.com. Promo code Midnight Train Podcast for 10% off. And you can now buy this delicious vodka online. So order some today and drink with us whenever you listen to the show. Voodoo Vodka, it's magic. All right, so whereas the long-lost friend was to the white witch, there had to be a book of the black witch, right? Why does it got to be white? What? 
but because they're white witches. Okay. Yeah. Like Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White. Yeah, I guess. So the white one had more power than the gray one. I don't. I never watched any of those. I have no idea. Why did? Why do we just get into racism? I thought we were talking about Amish. Talking about witches. Okay. I don't think. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think you could be racist. Can you be witchist? Riley, can you be racist? (sighs) Do you need uh, help? Can you put your hand up if you need help? No? Blink twice. Yeah. If you need to call a friend. No? Okay. Okay. So, of course, they needed to have one for the Black Witch, dedicated to the opposite end of the spectrum. Enter the sixth and seventh book of Moses, a collection of European and ceremonial magic that was more dangerous so this book, supposedly claimed to have been written by Moses himself, purportedly contained secret knowledge that was forbidden to be written into the Bible. This book gained an evil reputation mainly due to it having instructions on how to summon and control spirits and demons. It was also said to contain spells that could, quote, duplicate some of the of the biblical plagues of Egypt, like turning a staff into a serpent and other kooky shit. In the text, there are symbols reproduced from original woodcuts, some printed in red ink, a few written in blood blood now you got one of those two reaching into the bag oh man are you guys ready for this now of course if, if i'm gonna get the, the 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 one book i have to get the other one oh so if you guys are looking on here here it is this is the evil one the sixth and seventh book of moses how fun would it be if you got pulled over and they searched your bag and found that <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, what you been doing bud yeah. like and like you can seriously there's like um oh there's actual, like, I don't know what those are. What it, it, it says it's just written from, you know, from Egyptian, right? Or was that not Skrillic? Is that Skrillic? Hieroglyphics? No, not hieroglyphics. What's not hieroglyphics? Moody could translate it. It's Skrillic. Moody knows UFO language. Like, it, it, it's right here it says, it's a conjuration. <laughs> it says... Kaluku Abusu Lawisu. No, 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 no. Don't say it in the house, man. Something might happen. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want no crazy shit happening here. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so I won't do that here. Yeah, don't summon nothing here. <laughs> so anyway, so I got that book too, all right? Anyway, so you have the two books, one for the good witches and one for the bad ones, and poor old Dorothy caught in the middle here. So clicking her heel, heels and melting bitches, lubing up woodsmen and getting harassed by flying monkeys that would give every fucking child nightmares. Oh, wow. Ever since they were 15. Sorry, that was Wizard of Oz. Went off on a tangent. So the two books, damn it. They became like that stupid ring in that one movie and were the process to everyone that practiced witchcraft in that period and place. That's pretty good. You like that? I like that. The fifth of stinking hobbitses. Nice. <laughs> I think we found another voice for you. Oh, God. Now they're going to have freaking Gollum. Do you have Gollum talking to Christopher Walken? Oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, you're a Gollum. Yes. <laughs> Christopher Walken is good. Yes. That's I don't even know what the fuck's That's going good. On. That's really good. Oh, Jesus. Nice. I oh, like oh, that hurt my head. So, anyway, <laughs> we, we got these, you know, books or whatever. So, now let's talk about John Blymeyer. A young powwower born power every time. <laughs> powwower. 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 <laughs> Pow. Wower. Born in 1885 and was really fucking good at folk magic from a young age. He stemmed from at least three generations of powwowers, and even though he sucked at school, he was known as a good healer in and around York County. He was handing out cures and remedies as young as seven years old, and although he was revered by it for his abilities, his abilities, he had a darkness that he could not escape. 
Oh. Yeah. So one day, clocking out and leaving the cigar factory he worked at, as the story goes, a rabid dog came running at him and some of his co-workers. Blymeyer ran over and began speaking a spell to the dog. <laughs> like Crocodile Dundee where he does that, <laughs> the, the, the horns to the collie. Mm-hmm. so the dog probably really fucking confused supposedly stopped foaming at the mouth and chilled the fuck out following Blymeyer in excitement for the next few blocks obviously his co-workers were like what the fuck yeah you know what I mean because if I could do that he's a dog whisperer (laughs) you see what he did with that dog (laughs) he's like the Caesar (laughs) the dog's like (laughs) this is what you're doing this is what I want you to do yeah you must show the dog who is boss Do you ever try that with your dogs? They, my dogs would look at me like I was just dumb. I tried that with my dog. Yeah. And she just looks at me like, like Riley's looking at us right now. <laughs> Riley! Riley. Oh, you fine. Little shit. So, yes, I, I have, I, if I tried that with my dogs, they would just jump up on me like, oh, you want to play? <laughs> they think you have a oh. treat. Right. So cats old- don't do that, though, by the way. <laughs> a cat would just sit there like a dumb animal, like a waste of carcass. <laughs> Knock and something off the table. Yeah. <laughs> they just sit there and go, yeah. and the shit just falls off the table. Yeah. And they just, they, they like, in contempt, my cat will look at me. Like today, perfect example. He was, I saw him getting ready to jump up on the damn uh, counter. Yeah. And he's a big fat bastard. You've seen him. And I'm like, no. No, stop it. And he just looks at me. I'm like, no looks at me again then jumps up on the counter yeah and so i go over to him and i'm like, like literally like dude what are you doing and he just takes i forget what the hell was on the counter but takes it and just goes and knocks it yeah. off here's what you want to do you want to get yourself a box put a couple holes in it <laughs> put the cat in the box duct tape it shut go to your like i don't know maybe four or five houses down right find a nice house leave it on the doorstep bring the doorbell get in your car and leave never look back i could not do that to my kitty I could. You want me to do it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. You're so mean. <laughs> so his old Blymeyer's good fortune didn't last long. Okay. So soon after, he became sick as shit and began to believe another witch had placed a hex on him. Out a witch battle. Yeah. This is where we're, we're getting into this. So uh, he wouldn't eat, sleep, or even use his powwow abilities, but only to attempt to remove the spell to no avail mainly because it was damn near impossible to remove a curse if you didn't know you had ca- or who had cast it upon you. Okay, real quick, just so we can get up to speed here. Mm-hmm. We just we discussed that there's dark witches and good witches. Right. Right? right. The good witches cure medical ailments and help people out. Right. The dark ones just fuck everything up because they're demonized bastards. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this guy is a good witch. He's been a good witch since he was a kid. Right. He's been healing and helping people. Now, one of the dark witches is like, all right, it's war. Now they're putting hexes on him. Well, this is so what he believes. It's starting a witch battle, right? In his head. Okay. In his head right now. Now this we're is, up to speed. Right. Yeah, there you go. You just... In layman's terms, yeah, right? There you go. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. All right. All right. So you couldn't remove a curse if you didn't know who it was. All right. So he even believed that his great-grandfather's spirit was the one that cursed him. So he moved the fuck away from home or the home of his ancestors, especially that fucking cemetery where great Gramps was buried, in order to break the hex. And it seemed to work. Oh, yeah. That's some Star Wars shit. Your grandpa's the emperor. Yeah. Spoilers. (laughs) And wouldn't you know it, John's log gave out on him again and again and again. Well, he ends up meeting a chick. He gets married and had two children that died in infancy. Unfortunately, that sucks. That happens a lot back in the day. Yeah. Well, you know, he didn't have medicine and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you just didn't have that shit back then. 
So you think the doctors, because I know they used to smoke and stuff back in the day. Yeah. You think like way back then, he's got like a, a like a fifth of whiskey. And he's like big cigar. And he's like, all right, you just want to keep pushing. Oh, that's a lot of blood. I got to take a minute. Give me a minute. Well, you got to remember, though, like um, he is he believes in, you know, magic. So oh, this is probably all natural. They were trying, yeah, the holistic side of it and like whatever. Yeah. And then unfortunately, the two kids passed People, away. That never works. That's like the whole vaccination thing, right? right? Well, yeah. Don't be a hippie and be like, I'm going to have my child in a bathtub with, <laughs> with scented candles <laughs> and Barry Manilow playing. And Barry it's going to be peaceful. What the fuck? Yeah. Why Barry Manilow? It's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head that's oh. garbage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, of course, his children dying means that he must be fucking hexed again, right? So he well, went, yeah, I mean, right. it can't have nothing to do with right. health and science. Exactly. Right? Like, it's he, it's it's a hex. So he went to a fellow powwower that was like, fuck yeah, pow dude. Powwower. Powwower. The guy was like, fuck yeah, you're hexed. And it's someone you know very well. Ooh. Yeah. So this spun him into complete suspiciousness of everyone, including his wife. His wife, Lily, was scared to death because she recently heard of a woman murdering her husband due to the same shit that was happening to John. Oh. Yeah. So... We had a, you know, I'd be freaked out too. Yeah. If, if my husband's like, I'm fucking possessed or, you know, got a spell on me and I'm going to kill whoever. Do you think the friend who told him that he was hexed, you know, do you think he was just kind of like playing it up? Like, uh, you know, like just exaggerating it. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're hexed. Yeah. 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 It's someone you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, for they, sure. They for live sure. right next to you. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. And he owes me money. I mean, no, I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> so Lily talked to her lawyers and was um, able to get to the judge to sign an order committing John to an insane asylum. Oh, you could do him like that? Yeah. Listen, if motherfuckers talking about killing somebody, I mean, you might. Yeah, but yeah, your, got, wife, got. your wife's supposed to be your ride or die. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, but she's afraid of dying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess. She's afraid he's going to ride and but she's going to die. Witch, though. But he's starting to lose his shit. That's the problem here. So right. the dark side. Is- it, so that's, yeah, we're yeah. getting into that right now. So sound like a good move on her part. She divorced him shortly after, which is odd because 48 days after his committal, he just got up. <laughs> Do you said, think she got half of his, his coin? <laughs> his, his spell books? You owe her 25 cents for the next five years. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm rich. Yeah. 25 cents back then, of course. Yeah. So anyway, he literally got up 48 days later. I said, fuck this shit, I'm out, and walked out the front door of the asylum. Like he, 48 days? It only 48, took that long, huh? Yeah, yeah. So maybe he hexed the guards, or you know, maybe they oh. just didn't give a shit. Whatever it was, he got up and walked out. So John went back to work making cigars at the, the um, cigar factory and happened to meet a couple of other fellows that thought they were hexed, too. Holy shit, what are the odds? One was a 14-year-old little dude whose household was abusive and believed there were dark forces making this shit happen at home. The other was a farmer whose shit flipped upside down when the crops failed, cows dried up, and they lost their asses financially and maybe literally. Get it? Yeah. Asses. You know what I mean? Go no? on. Got that? Wait. Yeah. There it is. What do you think, Riley? Funny? You can laugh. It's okay. You got nothing? He's got All nothing. right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm going to have to have a talk with him. We might this. have to take him to the doctor. I mean, yeah. he's not looking too good. Yeah. He had that same damn look on the entire I know. Time. Like, he, his chair hasn't even moved. It's yeah. weird. He did something weird with his hair. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to get his ears looked at. Right. Okay. So this guy's entire fucking family believed that they had been hexed by someone but had no fucking clue who it was. Bastards. Yeah. This is getting suspenseful. I want to know. It's like a mystery now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're moving there. We're getting there. Do we get clues? Well, I'm going to tell you the fucking story. Don't tell us who it is. Though. Make us guess. 
<laughs> it needs to be like I don't a know, clue. I don't know if that's how that works. Aww. But, well, it kind of does. Okay, anyway, stop it. Damn it. It the pow wow wow is. <laughs> so obviously this triggered Johnny Boy into reinforcing his belief that someone was hexing him and he was fucking terrified. He began talking to more powwowers in order to find out who was dipping in his Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. One of these fuckers was a well-known powwow guru, Nellie Knoll. She was the river witch of Marietta. <laughs> Nellie Knoll. Can you imagine just sitting on her front porch? <laughs> hey, you do it! <laughs> Nellie, you guys get out my porch! I'll kill you! <laughs> Nellie! Nellie Knoll! <laughs> That's my name! Nellie, 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 Nellie. Nelly doll, Nelly doll. What the fuck? <laughs> no more monster for you, right? So this old broad tells John that she knows who's doing it. It's a member of the Raymeyer family, bro. Dun dun dun. Yeah. In his panicked state, John was like, "Well, who the fuck is it, yo, bitch? Uh oh. Like who? Who is it? Like which member of the family? You know? Yeah, yeah. So she calmly told him to hold out his hand. She then placed a dollar bill on the palm. On his palm, excuse me, and slowly removed it. In its place was an image of a face. <sighs> Get out of here. The face of Nelson Raymeyer, the witch of Raymeyer's Hollow. Dun, dun, dun. So, now we know who it is. We're getting there. John knew the face immediately because Raymeyer was a distant relative of his that had healed him when he had become seriously ill when he was only five years old. Nellie the Witch also told him that Ray Meyer was the one who had hexed his two co-workers, too. What a dick. He told his co-workers of the situation and that he knew how to remove the hexes. They had to steal Ray Meyer's copy of The Long Lost Friend. That's this one, folks. Oh, shit. Right, because this is like their Bible or magic. Anyway, cut off a lock of his hair and bury both of them six feet into the ground. Sounds like a plan, boy. Howdy, let's go. Get, get her done, folks. So you know they got all liquored up and started hooting and hollering, let's go get that motherfucker! <laughs> yeah. While sucking on some moonshine and spitting child juice at each other's feet. Or not. I mean, we weren't there. Who knows? It could have happened that way. I, may, I don't know. So they went to Ray Meyer's house, knocked on the door, and John asked him if they could speak for a few minutes. Looking far larger and meaner than he remembered, Ray Meyer opened the door and they walked inside. John began asking about the book, ever so nonchalantly, and other things pertaining to powwowing as to not tip off Ray Meyer of why he was actually there. Right. So they sat in bullshit for a while until they noticed it was getting late. Being related to John, Ray Meyer offered the men to sleep downstairs, and they agreed. Hey, it's late, fellas. You know, you guys came over to talk about some powwow shit. Why don't you guys sleep downstairs? Okay, cool, man. Thanks. Yeah, sounds like a great idea. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. Cool. So <clears throat> he had him sleep downstairs. Anyway, while Ray Meyer was asleep, John and the other fellas searched for the book, but they couldn't find it anywhere. They discussed trying to cut off a lock of Ray Meyer's hair, but pussed out because they knew he kicked the fucking shit out of their punk asses. And I'm paraphrasing, of course, but they, they woke up the next morning and they left. Okay? So they stayed over and they didn't get shit done. They didn't get shit done. Why? Okay. Right. But it also kind of... You'll see. So Blymeyer, in his exceedingly crazy mind, knew he needed someone else to tag along and help them take down Raymeyer and get that damn lock of hair and his book of hexes. They ended up recruiting the 18-year-old son of one of the other knuckleheads and the next evening, November 27th, the three went back to Raymeyer's house. Again, they knocked on Raymeyer's door, asked to speak to him and let him in. And as they walked into his front room and with his back turned to the three visitors, they tackled Raymeyer, knocked him to the floor, and tied him up with a rope that they had with them. Oh boy. During the struggle, Raymeyer was beaten and strangled to death. Oh, he died? Yeah. 
Well, what the fuck do you need the book and the lock for then? <laughs> I mean, they just killed him. So I, I don't think they planned on killing him. I think yeah. they, they plan on going to get this. Maybe. So the fucked up part is that Blymeyer didn't tell the other men that he was going to kill Ray Meyer. So they were like, bro, what'd you do? Yeah. So they thought they were just going in to do this. Blymeyer was like, I'm killing this motherfucker, but just didn't say anything to anyone. So wow. realizing what they had done and that they're all in this some serious shit, they went through and took all of Ray Meyer's money, hoping to make it look like a robbery gone wrong. Thinking that with Raymeyer being dead, that the hexes were lifted, they didn't even take the book or the lock of hair, like you were saying. Then these diabolical criminal masterminds figured they'd burn the place to the ground in order to cover their tracks and threw kerosene all over the place. They lit the fire and left. As the fire started to get larger, some believe Raymeyer wasn't completely dead and performed one last spell. The fire unexplainably, unexplainably went out, leaving all of the evidence of the crime behind. Unfortunately, Ray Meyer didn't survive and his body was found by a neighbor two days later. As speculation and word consumed the community, it soon came out that Blymeyer and his buddies had visited Ray Meyer and they were picked up by the authorities. The details of the crime, most notably the witchcraft association to it and Blymeyer's obsession with hexes soon became public and it was in newspapers all across the country. The trials and verdicts were followed closely by the shocked and terrified masses. And Blymeyer was sentenced to life in prison along with one of the other men. The 18-year-old son of the motherless goat received 10 years in his role in the murder. And as you can see, I the picture have, in here, do you have I it? I think I have Can one. you pop that one up Let's there? See. Riley, what are you doing? All right, so that's... One of those guys is Blymeyer. Uh, Blymeyer is... The middle guy? Uh, No. No? That's actually... That is one of the guys right there in the... Um, yeah, that's Hess. That's Wilbert Hess. That's one of the guys that went in with him. That's the other guy that got locked up. And okay. then, um, yeah, so basically it, this thing was huge, right? So the house where Ray Meyer was murdered, and by the way, you can actually look up um, uh, newspaper articles on this entire thing. Yeah. And I actually looked up a bunch of newspaper articles, and it's, it's fucking crazy. Like, just how people were like, and this is happening, you know? So the house where Ray Meyer was murdered, known as Ray Meyer's Hollow, still stands today and is considered extremely haunted by the ghost of Nelson Raymeyer. It is now owned by Raymeyer's, and I'm, I'm hopefully saying that right, Raymeyer, Raymeyer, it's R-E-H-M-E-Y, whatever, grandson and contains furniture and belongings of Raymeyer's and can be visited. On the wall in one room, there is a clock that has stopped at exactly 12.01 a.m. This is the clock that was in the home at the time of Raymeyer's death. And that time is the exact time the coroner reported that he had died. <laughs> now, I don't mean to laugh at that because, I mean, it sucks. But do you think maybe the coroner, coroner just was like, walks in and goes, yeah, 1201, that's when he died. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, it, or it was like, it was close. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like 1157. He's like, it's a better story. Yeah. I'll sell paper. I don't even have to touch him. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> So one of the things Ray Meyer's great-grandson did to preserve the house's terrible history was to uncover the hole in the original kitchen floor where Nelson Ray Meyer's burned body was found. I actually have that photo on here, and I wish I would have sent this over to you because I did, oh, I totally forgot yeah, that we can do yeah, this yeah. on YouTube. But that is an actual picture, and it's covered in uh, plastic or glass now. And you can actually see remnants of where he basically melted to the floor. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Um yeah, and you can see dry blood and stuff like that. I so, think I have that, do I? And it was pretty gruesome, yeah. yeah. So anyway, you can go online, you can look at that. I'll actually put these pictures in the notes um, for this episode, so wherever you listen to podcasts, you can check that out. Uh, I also have a picture of uh, Ray Meyer on here, a handsome man. Now, that's the house right there, right? 
Uh, yes, right. So that's the nowadays, right? Which is funny because like I zoomed it up earlier and I was looking. There's like an ADT security sticker on it. And there's cameras. Oh, so really? obviously, <laughs> tons of people are visiting this thing all the time, and it's that's become hilarious. like a. Uh, let me go back one. There's a front view. See the ADT sticker on the front? There's yeah. cameras in the corner. Protected by ADT. Yeah. See? Get off my property! Today! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So I tell you what, that that is the crazy story about this. So it, it basically comes down to this guy was so obsessed with spells and the whole, um, um, I guess, religion aspect of it that he thought that he was going to die, I guess, and he had to go and kill someone in yeah, order so to stop this thing. Freaked out. His he freaked out. He, got him. he lost his shit. Yeah. So we're going to close this up here in a second and we got, of course, Jeff hates it all and everything coming up here, but we got one more sponsor and we'll be right back. And this week's episode of the Midnight Train Podcast is sponsored by Gamer Glam. Specializing in video game music and movie-themed custom handmade tumblers, t-shirts, stickers, koozies, and more. And they say, if you can think of it, we can make it. So go to facebook.com forward slash gamer glamer and check them out. Now, listen, folks, these guys are really good people. It's a husband and wife. You guys have heard Moody if you've listened to the show before. He's our buddy. Go support them. Gamer glamer. All right. Or gamer glam. And it's facebook.com forward slash gamer glamer. Because Jeff hates it all, he really don't care. You sing a sad song, but you're just unaware. You say you don't know, you say you won't cry. You think you're so smart, but you're living life. Yeah, had a bad day. Jeff hates it all. You're driving your Tesla and you're drinking your white claw. Jeff hates it all. I say Jeff hates it all. All right, well. This is one that's kind of near and dear to my heart. There's a lot of things to hate, you know? And this one in particular really drives me up the wall. Have you ever been, I know you have, listeners, have you ever been to a wonderful store called Best Buy? Oh, Lord. Have you been there? Yeah, of course. Okay. I'm sure most of our listeners probably have. It's, yeah, because it's it's worldwide, I think, right? I don't know. Well, if you've been to this store, okay, it is a shit show, no matter what you go for. And every time you go, it's the people that work there are just assholes. They don't seem very knowledgeable, first and foremost. Or they're always trying to upsell you to something else. Oh, yeah. You know, are they so, commissioned? They're, they're commissioned? No, here? they say they're not. They say they're not. Oh, but mm. I don't know. So anyways, here's what I think about Best Buy. Let me just let me play you a little something here. Oh, All man. right. Yeah, go for it. Say that. What if I told you I knew of a place where you could get the most advanced technology at a fair price? And the staff that worked in this place knew every answer to every single question imaginable. That's right. Here at Best Buy, we have the best guys. For example, we have Door Security Guy. Hey, partner, welcome hey, to Best Buy. How you doing today? Can uh, I point you in the right you? direction? Uh, you looking for a TV? You no. looking for a phone? Uh, you looking for a computer? You looking actually, for a video I, game? You looking for a CD? Uh, How about a dishwasher? No, I'm good, thank you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be around. Just holler if you need help, brother. Uh, 
Okay, Jesus. Or perhaps you need help from our computer techs in The Geek Squad. So, can you tell me what, what exactly happened again? Uh, what, what is not working with your, your new gateway computer? Yeah, it's like every time I try and print, okay. I click on print. Okay. And yeah. it doesn't print. Right. I get it an error Why over it? in the corner there. I, I don't know. I just wanted to print the yeah. page. It doesn't print the page. It doesn't print the page because your printer drivers are miscalculating the input from the serial cable. If you had a USB 3.0 cable plugged into the back of the printer, it would be a faster speed, and it would probably print out right away. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I can't believe you missed that. Uh, all right. Well, how much is this going to cost to fix it? You know, let's see. Um... About $568, and we'll have it done in a week. What? Stop by our television department and talk to TV guy. Hey, welcome to Best Buy. Can I help you? You're looking at this TV here? This is a beautiful Samsung. Yeah, uh, you know, I was looking for something that uh, I would stream some Netflix, and uh, oh, yeah. uh, my kids want to play their Xbox. Oh, you cool. Know, so I was, I, I, I'm not. To be honest, I'm not sure what I'm looking for here. Um, I well, don't understand a lot of this stuff. I, I can tell you right now that you're looking at this model, this Vizio. I know it's $399. It seems like a good price, but, man, this thing is a piece of garbage. If you're playing Xbox, man, you got to have quad processors. You're going to run that HDMI at 4K. You want the 120 hertz resolution. Otherwise, your kids will be like, Dad, this is whack. Why did you buy this TV? I can hook you up. I can get you this Samsung 62 inch for three grand. I will throw in a free monster HDMI cable and it will look beautiful. Uh, I, I don't know anything about uh, a Hertz and uh, I know 4K is like what better than the HD or I look, I don't have that kind of money. I, I just really want something like economical, you know, that we could all enjoy. I, that's why I was looking at this model and you know, 399 is like a good price point for me to, you know, what I'm looking for? Look, man, to be honest with you, like, it's gonna look like total crap. I know we sell in the store and I shouldn't tell you this, but look, I don't work off a of commission, man. If you want a really good looking TV, you're gonna wanna spend this three grand on this one. I will throw in the HDMI cables. I will I will even take it to your car and help you load it in. Uh, you know what? I, I think I'm just gonna think about it. I'll pass for now. Th thanks for your help. Maybe you want a new laptop. Well, that's okay, because we have more than one person to help. Uh, welcome to Best Buy, man. You, I see you're looking at that laptop. That's cool. Um, what were you planning on doing with it? Oh, hey, uh, yeah. Um, actually, I was just looking for something the whole family could use. You know, we could kind of, like, leave it on the coffee table kind of thing. And, uh, you know, the, the, we could surf the Internet. Kids could go on YouTube, that kind of thing. Maybe do some reports in uh, Microsoft Word, do some emailing, I guess. Uh, yeah, this model's pretty cool for that, but, oh. um, actually, this model over here's on sale. Okay. Um. Oh, wow. It's, it's a better model. I know it's a little more, but... Yeah, way out of my budget. It's the good one. Yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I can't afford that. Uh, hey, Adam, come here. Uh, this guy... Hey, what's this up? This guy here, um... So he wants to surf the internet and right. look at email and right. Microsoft Word, and... Okay. He thinks this one is too much. I tried to tell him it's on sale. Oh, yeah, it's, it's on sale. He wants the cheaper one, I guess. 
Oh, sir, this one's on sale, and it is, like, top-notch. No, it's I get that. way just, better yeah, than I get the that. other one you're looking at. I just, just don't, you know. don't want to spend that kind of money on a laptop. I figured that one I could afford, and it does everything I need, right? Uh, I mean, it does, uh, but it's it's a garbage laptop. Yeah. This one's on sale, and it, it's so much better. It's on sale. It's, this one is literally on sale. We never have this sale. You want this one. Actually, you know what? I don't. I don't even want a laptop. Uh, thanks for your time. God. Best Buy believes in equal opportunity. That's why we have Old Guy. Oh, hey, excuse me, sir. Do you work here? <gasps> um, I was wondering, yes. this 5.1 surround sound system, the what? Um, would this plug directly into my TV? A or TV, do yeah, I have TV's to Bluetooth it into my smart devices? What's a smart device? Oh, you know, it's like uh, our phone, you know, or an iPad, huh? or maybe a laptop with Bluetooth. I was just wondering, could that stream directly to the 5.1 surround sound so, you know, we could get the full sound effect in the room? There's sound in the room. It's a store. It's because we're demoing all the equipment. That's the sound you hear. No, uh, you know what is, hey, I don't want to be rude. Is there huh? somebody else that could help me? Like, is what? Is your manager around? Maybe. What's the, I'm the manager? The manager doesn't work the floor. Uh, the manager stays in the back. He's like 30 years younger than me and makes 50 times more than what I make in this shithole. You know what? Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm just going to go look around. Thanks. Thanks for your help. Checking out is easy at Best Buy because we've got Warranty Guy. Okay, it looks like your total is uh, $49.95. Okay. Um, will you be pulling that out of your Best Buy charge card today? Uh, no, I'm just going to go ahead and pay cash. Okay. Um, I am told to tell you that there is a warranty available for this. Oh, that's okay. I'll pass. This. I'll pass on the warranty. Okay. They'll see the warranty is $5.99. No, no It pass. covers for five years. No, I don't need the warranty. Uh, spill damage. Drop damage, yes. explosion yes. damage, fire damage, UFO damage, and AIDS damage. Okay. Did you want to go ahead and go with the warranty? No, no, thank you. I do not want the warranty. Thanks. I just want to, just the forty nine ninety five slide. Here's here's the cash. Okay. Um, I am authorized to tell you that okay. there's a thirty day return policy. Right. Since you have opted out of a warranty. Yes. Any fire damage, drop damage, water damage, I, I don't theft need the damage, or bull eye in your eyeball damage what? will not be covered and you cannot return this item. I Do don't you need still it. still want to void the warranty? Yes, I want to pass on the Fucking warranty. Uh, okay, Here. sir. Sir, I'm sorry. I apologize. I see you're upset. Here's your receipt. And if you look at the bottom, you'll see that you did pass on the warranty. So all fire damage, water damage, theft damage, tornado taking it out of your hands and throwing it into an innocent victim's head damage is not going to be covered. Thank you for shopping at Best Buy and have a great day. I, I don't... How do you guys do this? I, I don't understand. Like, this is insane. Uh, actually, sir, since you did not get the warranty, I cannot tell you about the survey, which includes the 1-800 number, where you can leave uh, any questions, comments, and concerns about your visit today with us at Best Buy. 
But if you want to, I could take it back to customer service where you then can purchase the warranty. And the warranty will include things such as fire damage, theft damage, water damage, get ran over by a Tesla because it was on autopilot, and Elon Musk is an asshole damage. Um, things like that could be covered if you would like. Nope. Have a good day. Wow. What the fuck? So come on down to Best Buy today. We'll answer all your questions. We'll give you the latest equipment and gear for a fair price. Best Buy. We have the best guys. So tell me that doesn't hit home. I mean, it felt like I was there, right? It, it did. It felt like every experience I've ever had there. Except recently, <laughs> I, which which I wish you would have included in this, but recently they've actually, um, I've noticed there's like a lot of people just standing around talking to each other. Yeah. Like, and then when you finally go up to ask for help, it's like you're interrupting their conversation. Yeah. They do that all the time. I know. Uh, anyway. Not only that, you can't walk five feet without somebody coming up to you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. you walk like two feet, like that's the guy at the door. You know, he's a security guy. That's all he does is watch the camera. You can't even walk in the fucking door. It's like, hey, how's it going? Hey, you need this? Hey, TV's there. Hey, over there. But has no idea about any of it. Yeah. He's just the guy directing you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go here, go here. Yeah, my favorite's the old guy, though. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that was Jeff hates it all. Yeah. And man, that really does hit home for me. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Best Hopefully Buy. Hopefully it does for a lot of listeners, too, because maybe oh, we could start Best a group Buy. that just hates Best Buy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Fuck Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. That's a new group. That's a new new, yeah. new shirt, too. Fuck Best Buy. <laughs> we have the best guys. Do you remember Circuit City? Oh, I do. Yeah. Remember I Comp USA? Remember Media Play? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually worked at Media Play for really? a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was there. Wow. Their music manager. Nice. And they were open for, like, I think four days. Nice. Yeah, and then I got a phone now, call. Now, did you try and upsell people the whole time? No, I was that dude. It's like people would walk in. They're like... There's this song, and this is back when cassettes and CDs were still a thing. Yeah. There's this song, and it goes blah, 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 and I'm like, boom, got it. You know what I mean? Oh, you were like the, what's that app that you, it. Shazam? Leads, yeah, you were I, like I the was, human I was Shazam. The human Shazam. <laughs> I was. I loved it. I, that was such a great job. So, all right, passengers, we hope you've enjoyed this ride with us on this crazy hex murder house. And so, what do you think about this, Jeff? Like, obviously, you know, with the details and everything in there. The dude just lost his shit, and he got so obsessed with the idea that he was being hexed and spells and shit like that that he literally killed a dude. Yeah. Well, now now that we know the story, I would like to do a bonus episode on the stories of the hauntings of like what cool. is actually going on and what people are reporting. So now that we know the whole backstory and what to expect, we should do a bonus episode and just you know, culminate all the stories we can get online and from people's, you know, word of mouth and just kind of go through them and yeah. see like what's creepy. And- I think it's a good idea because, you know, I want to find out what the hell's going on in that house. You yeah. Know? All I know is that somebody died <laughs> for no reason. The fucked up part is, well, there's a bunch of fucked up parts, but to me, it's like, first and foremost, this guy like healed him when he was the John Blymer guy. He healed him when he was five years old. Yeah. He's a distant relative of his. And he got so just enthralled in this whole thing that he fucking just just killed an innocent dude for no reason whatsoever. Somebody that literally helped you in the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of fucked up. So anyway, we hope you enjoyed this. And we, you know, we I got a little dark on this one. I, I want to get yeah. I'm start getting dark about stuff. I want to get darker. But I just, I, it's so hard to joke about murder and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's what, a real, real slippery slope. Let's see what Riley thinks. Riley, what did you think of the episode? 
in the story. Blink twice if you're still alive. Is he breathing? I can't tell. Huh. I mean, his eyes are open, but I guess you could be Riley. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah, head on over to the Midnight Train podcast and sign up for all kinds of cool shit there because, you know, we got the Midnight Bonus Train with a bunch of bonus episodes, and we are going to be throwing some new ones over there. Um, make sure you check that out. In fact, if i not mistaken, I think we're going to be doing, there should be a uh, bonus episode of Wes Craven going to be coming in there. The director from Cleveland. Yeah. And what movies has he done? Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, the Scream movies. Scream, yeah. Um, uh, dude, he did The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, he did that? Yeah, Last House on the Left. Oh, like, okay. All, just, he is like, he is to horror movies as Stephen King is to horror books. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yep, like, he's yep. just a, he's a, well, he was, unfortunately, rest in peace, a great guy. Oh, he did die. Yeah, he did pass away. So, huh. you guys make sure to head over there and listen to that, because that was a very interesting one about a very interesting guy. So, also over there, you can buy some super sweet merchandise, and we will donate 10% of every sale to the National Association on Mental Health. 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 Jesus. My mental health isn't very good right now. Um, because, you know, mental health is, uh, it's not funny. And, you know, that's why I think that people need to go over there and get it checked out. Because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, we need, they need your help. We need your help. Everyone needs your help. There's a lot of figuring out to do. Yeah. The noodle's a very, uh, very weird thing. It like, is. Very weird. So also sign up to our Facebook group. It's an awesome chance for us to talk to all of you outside of the podcast um obviously because we're not really talking to anyone outside the, on the podcast so uh there'll be a link in the description and people keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines well the best thing you can do is like subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast platform and most importantly share the midnight train to everyone because word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes we can't thank you guys enough for all the love and support we've received and uh you know you you guys keep this thing moving man so we just thank you so much not only that we also want to like you know give shout outs to people that have been shouting out us so you know right. sisters skeleton which i found on spotify i'm sure they could post a link or something to what platforms are on but they just started their podcast it's going to be awesome and it's christina and jesse right. she called us out on that oh really oh, by the way yeah because it's always christina and the skeleton sisters we never call out Jesse. Oh, okay. So, okay. Sorry, Jesse. To Jesse, Jesse and Christina. Sorry. Thank you for the shout out. Um, we want to return the favor to you guys, and uh, maybe we could make a post, you know, a link to their uh, podcast. Yeah, and everybody can Absolutely. check it out too. Yeah, because we all support each other like a community here. Absolutely, so. man. Podcasting, and that's really one cool thing I do really enjoy about the whole podcasting podcasting community is that everybody is so supportive, man. It's it's really awesome. You know, like you know, we, I. I listen to podcasts that, you know, they support other podcasts and another, you know what I mean? Like it's back and forth. So it's super awesome. And don't forget to send us your Christmas cards, your Halloween cards, your any holiday cards, anything you got laying around like these crazy little books and stuff. Cause we're going to have them right here in the train station and uh, we might actually read us. No, I'm not allowed to read spells in, in Jeff's house. Sorry. Yeah. I can't do that. I mean, Sorry. maybe on a Saturday, like drunken review, if we do that, like, <laughs> If, if I would be over voodoo, here. then uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can send anything that you guys want us to either hang up or talk about on the show or whatever to the Midnight Train Podcast, P.O. Box 38206, Olmstead Falls, Olmstead Falls, Olmstead <laughs> Falls, Ohio. No, Olmstead Falls, <laughs> 44138. And uh, so we're also going to be starting to do something here too. We're in the beginning of the episode. 
from here on out, we're going to let everyone know what next week's episode is going to be. Oh, spoilers. All right. Yeah, I didn't do that on this one because I'm just letting you guys know. That's what we're going to be doing. So next week, we're going to be discussing the legend of Bloody Mary. <gasps> Finally. Yes. Bloody Mary, the mirrors. You know, we have a mirror in the studio right yeah, next yeah. to you, actually, so we could try it. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to try we'll it here. video and You won't let me read a spell, but we're going to do Bloody Mary? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, folks, you guys are going to see how that turns out. So anyway, we want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Jeff, did you have fun on this one? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know there was like a whole community of powwowers, which are witches, and there was like good ones and bad ones. What are they called again? Powwowers. What are they? Powwow. Powwowowers. Powwowers. Powwowers. My magic powwowers. They had like a little war between them and created this haunted house, which I'm really like interested now. I really want to dive into that and see what the stories are, you know, that people are I would reporting. Too. You know? I actually want to kind of research uh, a little bit more outside of just this case, like other powwowers and other yeah. people that practice the the hexi or whatever, you know what I mean? And that, that, and these books, like I want to know, I don't know. There's, 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 it's a rabbit hole. I want to go down. Right. You know? And Riley, what do you think? Riley, you, you can say one thing for the whole show. I mean, at least wave to the camera. You know what? Ladies and gentlemen, if you get a chance, go on YouTube, okay? And we'll we'll post a highlight preview of this like we did last week. So yeah. you'll get to see it if you're part of the Facebook group. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But Riley, it doesn't look well. Yeah, he's really he's not he's not talking. He's not blinking. He's just kind of just sitting there like weekend so at Bernie's, you know? Blue in the face. Yeah. He just did you eat something? That I, I just don't get it. I don't either. All right. Well, on behalf of Riley, Jeff, and everyone here at the Midnight Train. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. And, uh, of course, choo-choo, motherfuckers!